0: Welcome back, Nebraska Athletics Podcast, episode 31. Here we are uh, February 6th here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Thursday, February 6th. Uh, the NBA trade day li- deadline just ended, Brian. Were you glued to your TV as much as I was? No. No, it doesn't seem like you cared.
1: I don't have a TV, so. <laughs>
0: okay, well, were you glued to anything regarding the NBA trade deadline? You don't seem like an NBA guy to me. You're more of a college basketball guy, right? Yeah, I don't follow the
1: NBA all that yeah. much. I saw that Cleveland and Detroit made a trade that nobody can figure out. Uh-huh makes any sense, but I couldn't figure out why they couldn't figure out why it didn't make any sense. But then again, I don't follow those teams. Okay. So I don't know what, what the fuss was, I, but I, I think it was confusing for somebody.
0: I think we've talked about this before. You're a much more of a college basketball guy than I am, and I'm much more of an NBA guy than you are. So my gotcha. Timberwolves finally got, uh, they've been courting D'Angelo Russell since last summer, and they finally got him today. So we'll see if it finally pans out. Uh, but onto what people probably listen to this for not NBA talk but uh, Nebraska athletics um, off week a little bit for Husker basketball no midweek games this week but they are back in action um, this weekend uh, Saturday five o'clock I believe um, against Iowa which
1: is also the last team they beat if I remember correctly yeah um, both actually the men and women play at Iowa this week uh, the women play tonight and the men play at five o'clock as you said on saturday so and i was coming off a 36 point loss to purdue last night which is just mind-boggling to me but uh, i think purdue made 19 three-pointers and um would did not obviously so that was a big part of it but that was never a game it was 17 to 2 and um i think it was a 61 to 30-something at halftime, it was just a a butt-kicking from the get-go, so it'll be interesting to see how Iowa responds from that. It could go one of two ways. They could be really upset and come out and take out their frustrations on Nebraska, or maybe they're at the beginning of a late season. This is kind of the dog days of, uh, um, it's kind of like August in in baseball or summertime, you know. It's just uh, kind of one of those grind-type of, uh, of the season for college basketball. So I don't know what Iowa will, will be like on on Saturday, but the first meeting on uh, Nebraska won, basically because their defensive strategy worked of uh, double teaming Garza and letting Iowa shoot from the outside and the Hawkeyes couldn't make from outside, they couldn't make the three pointers. So, and that really was the, the recipe for success in Nebraska's other Big Ten win uh, against Purdue. It was kind of the same situation back in December, but uh, we'll have to see if uh, a week off has uh, has helped the team a little bit. Like you said, they've uh, not won since Iowa, so I think that's a seven-game losing streak, and it doesn't get any easier after that because then they go to Maryland, I think, as their next one before uh, Wisconsin comes here. So,
0: Yeah, it seems like the season's been kind of long, but still nine more games left in the conference season. Um, like you said, at at Iowa Saturday, then uh, Tuesday, they're at Maryland, and then back home for two more. Back home for two games, um, a week from Saturday, so February fifteenth, uh, host Wisconsin, and then a decent layoff. Mm-hmm. Don't play again until next the Thursday after that, February twentieth, and that's when uh, Michigan State comes to town. So um, let's see, one, two, three. Out of, the, out of the nine games, uh, five on the road for the Huskers: Iowa, Maryland, Illinois michigan minnesota and four home games left Uh, (laughs) wisconsin michigan state ohio state and uh, northwestern on march 1st that'll be the final home game in the regular season so um and you said the husker the women's basketball team is at iowa tonight the huskers just haven't seemed to be able to put really a a winning streak together to kind of um, move up in the standings i was just looking at the women's the women's standings, so the Huskers currently sit, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, ninth, I believe, but it's kind of a hodgepodge of, I mean, all the way from fifth is Rutgers at six and four, and then all the way down to Michigan State at 11th is four and seven. So, I mean, you put together a two game winning streak and you're basically, you might, you're gonna be probably in fifth, I mean, almost, Kinda, of, there's some separation at the top. You got Northwestern, Iowa, both nine and two. Maryland, nine and two, and Indiana, eight and three. And then it's just kind of a, a mix of about
1: six, seven teams just kind of vying for spots after that. Yeah, it's kind of indicative of uh, of their play within the games too. Uh, very inconsistent, mm-hmm. and uh, I know they're. They've lost some uh, tough games at the end games they just simply didn't close out but then again they've had games where they've come from double-digit deficits uh in the second half of the fourth quarter to come back and win games maybe they shouldn't have so it's it's kind of a it's kind of an odd mix but uh, a couple of really tough losses um at home against ohio state they had a pretty decent lead in the fourth quarter and uh, as i said couldn't quite finish that off but uh, i just think consistency all the way through is uh is something that if uh, you know if they put the four quarters together and uh, and and play the uh, like they know they can and be consistent all the way throughout, they can probably do as you say and get a couple uh, two three uh, in a row. They beat Iowa the first time at home. I think Iowa's ranked now the like number twenty-five or twenty or somewhere in there. So opportunity for a big road win um, and uh, to bolster that NCAA resume. So a big uh, big game tonight at, at Iowa for the. Uh, Amy Williams, the Fighting Eddie Williamses. And then after,
0: uh, after tonight, uh, Huskers with Husker women with six games left, three at
1: home, three on the road. Um, yeah, they're still with the 18 game conference schedule. Yeah. The men play 20, the women are still at 18. So that's the reason for that. So women will be back home on Sunday, this Sunday,
0: two o'clock. Um, they host Indiana. And then the following Thursday, um, host Penn State. Then they're at Northwestern at Ohio State. Come back home on February 22nd uh, for the regular season finale against Illinois. Uh, regular season home finale, and then they wrap up the season at Indiana um, on February 27th. So, uh, yeah, a lot of kind of be interesting to see what happens here over this final uh, seven games for the women's team. They could kind of uh, make this maybe a la- uh, late season run here, kind of get themselves in the uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament talk. I know they've kind of been fluctuating in and out most of the season and. You, know, you put it a, a nice run here at the end of the year and uh kind of kind of figure out that situation so um teams though that are uh another team competing today uh starting their season today is uh the Husker softball team they're at the uh they're down in uh Las Cruces New Mexico uh five games this weekend um but they've got a game today two tomorrow two Saturday and then a game on on Sunday um, so Kind of strange, you usually play around 50, 55
1: games, and after this weekend, they'll have a 10th of their schedule already done and in the books. It's crazy to think that's even starting already. I I know it is, but baseball's next weekend. And it's just crazy to think that they're doing that this time of year. And then you turn around, and you've got uh, spring football starting before basketball's even done. So you have all these things going on at once in March. It's gonna be a crazy month. I think spring football practice starts on March 9th. Just kind of the weird time of year where you have everything going on at once here coming up. So good luck to the both the both of the uh, softball and baseball teams as they are either start of their seasons. Uh, so we just talked about um, women's
0: basketball, talked about softball, uh, women's gymnastics home on Sunday or this Saturday. They host uh, Maryland at the Devaney Center Saturday night, seven o'clock. Um, piece you just put up on Huskers.com was uh, about an event yesterday. Uh, I know a lot of people were locked in on signing day, the second signing day of, of football, and uh, Husker football ended up signing all their class um, scholarship guys in summer. But uh, another event yesterday was uh, Women's in Sports Day, and you had something on, on Huskers.com about
1: that. Uh, can you maybe go into that a little bit for listeners? It was the 37th annual Girls and Women's in Sports Day, and I just did a Q and a with uh Heather Brink, the head women's gymnastics coach, just kind of about how the uh, evolution of women in sports um, has gone since, you know, she was an athlete here in 2000 and now she's here as a coach 20 years later. So uh, just kind of like her viewpoint of how women have become more involved in sports uh, as far as participating and and also coaching and, you know, kind of what effect it's had um, just like I said, since she was an adolescent and since she was in college and her viewpoint on how it's getting more popularity and more coverage and still some ways to go in that regard and, and also in the regard of uh, women in head coaching roles, but uh, just a good, uh, good interview with, uh, with her and her thoughts on that subject. So uh, as you said, that's up on, uh, on Huskers.com.
0: Um, Let's see. One other kind of big home event this weekend, uh, definitely not as busy as it was last week in Lincoln, but uh, the other big home event is uh, the track and field team. Um, They host their annual Frank Savine Husker Invitational. It's kind of their marquee um, home track, indoor track meet of the year. Um, Have a lot of premier college teams from that country and a lot of uh, something some people maybe don't know about college track is a lot of times there's – they call them unattached athletes. Yeah. They're not—they're professional runners, jumpers, throwers—that uh, they come and compete at college track events. Um, so it's—it's uh, it's a pretty big event. Starts tomorrow, runs through Saturday. Um, I believe Coach Peppin had some media availability. Did you stop over at all and, and talk with them at all? Uh,
1: yeah, I'll have a story uh, coming up tomorrow on—you uh, know—George Kouchi's tr- trying to. Um, set another school record, and he's coming off a, a big performance. Uh, last week in the Washington Invitational, uh, he broke his own mile record on uh, on an oversized track to own the overall mile record at Nebraska outright. He ran a 357.93 on last season. At this uh, meet coming up, the Frank Sabine Invitational, he uh, ran a 359.61. And became the first tusker in school history then to run a sub four mile on a standard 200 meter track so this time uh he already holds the oversized track 3000 meter record at nebraska uh, 757.16 but now he's looking to break uh, david adam's standard track school record of 758.62 and that was in 2011 Uh, and the babani Center's 3000 meter record is 758.2 and that was set back in 19 94 by a community college, uh, Parton community college in uh, Kansas, uh, Richard Koshai, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. So, okay. a lot on stake for uh, for George this weekend, and uh, he's already come out and, as he did last season, uh, called his shot. He said he was going to break the mile record last year and wanted Nebraska fans to come out and support him and watch him break that record, and he did it. And he seems very, very confident and. Uh, sure of himself that he will break the, the three thousand record school record this weekend. So, and again, he um, would like to have a good crowd at the Devaney Center at the indoor track on Saturday. That believe that race is approximately four o'clock if everything runs on time. So, that's usually a well-attended meet. But it's interesting with George, and that's part of the story too. Is, is just his relationship with uh, Nebraska fans. You know, he's from South Africa, but mm-hmm. as soon as he came here, he felt this connection with Lincoln and the community and the fans and uh, really appreciates their support and wants to give back to them and uh, it's just kind of a unique uh, thing to see for uh, for an individual athlete to uh, appreciate that support and have the back and forth with the fan base and the, the community of Lincoln so he uh, would appreciate another big following tomorrow excuse me on Saturday afternoon at, uh, at 4 o'clock. And you are
0: correct uh, the 3,000 meter run um is saturday afternoon like what did you say four four o'clock approximately approximately, yeah, approximately around there um but yeah there's going to be th- uh, i'm just looking at the the preview article we've got it here in huskers.com says uh 38 teams are scheduled to compete at the uh, at the meet this weekend so should be some uh great competition uh all around in in every event um well i, I mean we don't have any uh, football discuss really we're still kind of in the wait for spring football like I said didn't have any uh, had a couple walk-on additions yesterday but no uh, new scholarship mm-hmm. additions um, So just wrap it up I told you beforehand I know you're a, a music guy uh, I went to a concert that night and afterwards my brother was asking me um, you know what's maybe the best concert I've been, ever been to um, I Guess what's maybe your favorite concert you've ever been to Brian or is there a concert maybe that you want well to most recently
1: uh, well it's been about a year ago now I guess it was uh, was it February or March of last year I saw Elton John up in uh, in okay. Omaha and that was uh, really good and I'm going so good that I want to see him again in St. Louis in July and maybe in Lincoln, I believe in June. So one of those two. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. That's probably been, maybe it's because it's the most recent one and it's the freshest in my head, but it's also Elton John and I'm a big Elton John fan. So that was uh, probably my favorite concert.
0: Is there someone that you have never gotten to see, or maybe someone that doesn't, maybe even
1: tour anymore, that you wish you'd. Oh, there's, there's, point. there's plenty I'd, I'd, I'd like to see from you know my era, but I, you know, Billy Joel would be a fun one to see okay. at some point. But that's probably I don't know that he'll ever be in Lincoln. Um, and I don't get to uh, travel lots of uh, faraway places for concerts. At least I, that's not something that I would. Probably do, but he's you know he's probably somebody. So who did you see the other night? Uh, I went to Post Malone in
0: Omaha. Mm -hmm. It's a really good time. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It Made it very very, a very late night uh, drive back to Lincoln afterwards. Um, But yeah, after I talked to my brother about it, I said, well, yeah, that was was pretty fun. But I think uh, the best concert I probably I went to I saw you two last year in Omaha also, and that would be good too. That was probably the most most entertaining concert anyway. They put on quite a quite a show. So. if I had to pick somebody that probably want to go see Journey at some point, but I don't think uh, the whole band tours anymore. So I don't I don't think they're together. No, they're not together. Well, part so. of it, they've had various different members, but the, yeah. the core group is not together anymore. So
1: Yeah, the one that you and I know.
0: I would have wanted to go see them back in the in the day when it was No, sure. Yeah. Sure. Now, now there's probably not a whole lot of uh I don't know how entertaining it would be at a concert. So <laughs> uh all right, well, We'll uh, we'll be back next week, talk a little Husker baseball, and pretty soon it'll be spring football season. So until then, talk to you later.